Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to Saturday Night Sega on a Sunday. Um, so that makes it a not quite Saturday Night Sega. We used to have a few of those, do you remember? We used to have not quite Saturday Night Segas all over the place. It'd be like, hi, it's Saturday Night Sega on a Monday. Yeah. Uh, I'm fairly sure we've done them on Wednesdays and Fridays before as well. Friday, I remember. We used to do Fridays. Friday. Friday. Friday, Friday. I've never actually heard the song. <laughs> never, never heard Friday by Rebecca never, Black. Never heard Friday probably. It's I only been, know it from what people have told me. It's fun, fun, fun. My name's Gavi. Mina's here. Hi. This week's going to be an interesting one. Slightly shorter than your normal. Um, I want to be done by midnight, so we're, uh, we're not going to do the full two hours. Um, obviously, I was expecting an overrun from Rexy and Sega Mixer Drive. That's fine. Um, but uh, I woke up this morning quite massively hungover um, from last night, which is the reason why there wasn't a show. Basically, a friend of mine invited me out for drinks because uh, one of my other friends has actually come home from... Or say, come home? Come f- he's flown over from Latvia and it's his birthday in a couple of days. Lithuania. Uh, Lithuania. Well, <laughs> that's that's a that's a story we have neither the time or the effort to try and go in get into. But uh, but anyway, he was he's flown back over to work and earned some monies, um, and it's his birthday. So we said we'd go out for some birthday drinks, and uh, it wasn't supposed to be a late one. And I stumbled in at three o'clock Sunday morning, um, then promptly fell asleep on the bathroom floor. <laughs> Uh, to which Mina attempted to wake me up at about 10 to 5. So, yeah, I, I woke up this morning a little bit in a, uh, a little bit in a sore state, shall we say. A little bit tender. Felt a little bit tender. I have spent, despite the fact I've, I've had a lot of um, DO assignment work that I needed to do today. And today's plan was sit down and do it, which I did at 3 o'clock this afternoon. Um, anything from about sort of 10 a.m. up until about 3 p.m. I spent just pretty much comatose on a, on a sofa with Alexis telling me, Daddy, Daddy, no sleeping. I'm like, no, give, give it about 18 years. Then you'll know you'll know what this feels like. <laughs> oh, dear. You say 18 years. You think she's going to be 21 the first time she gets gone? I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> if it's your family, she'll be 10. Well, yeah, but not me. Yeah. Well, when was the first time I was drunk? It was like Summer of Sonic 2009. Uh, no, 2010, wasn't it? Cause we did we did the whole DJ thing and then went straight for straight for drinks. Didn't think about eating. Just went straight out drinking. Remember waking up the next morning and Mina's like, "How are you?" And I'm just like in my head, all I can hear is. Ten was the one in uh, Shepherd's Bush. <coughs> Do you remember we went straight out? You went out before me because I had to, obviously I had to pack the the setup and everything, and you were already drunk by the time I got there. And I was, you, you only and I went, was, and I was finer than you the next morning. Yeah, yeah, but you you'd been drunk before. Anyway, hello people in Discord. If anyone's still hanging about, I saw a lot of people saying that they were leaving at the end of Mixer <laughs> Drive, and that that gave me some sads. Because I was like, no, stick around. Please, you might actually listen to something really interesting. Um, I don't make it a habit of playing songs that I'd already played from the week before. However, uh, I had to play Buzzy and Stardust again because they're awesome tracks. And also, they're going to help me to stay awake. <laughs> I mean, i tell you what, I am desperate for a drink. So I think during the next music break, I might have to go get one. 
Um, I'm also desperate for food as well. But considering that all I've had to eat today is peri-peri chicken, some egg fried rice, and about a handful or two of Skittles. And so, oh no, I did have a pack of crisps as well. <coughs> I am I am very hungry. Proper got a proper good case of the munchies. <laughs> but I also don't know what I can stomach. So Green Viper says, Hi, I'm leaving at the end of Mixer Drive. Well you've kind of done it wrong, haven't you, if you're still here. <laughs> anyway, um you know how these Saturday Night Sega shows normally work, is we'd go rooting, rifling through Sega Europe's Twitter account and find some news that we could talk about. However, this week's a little bit different, isn't it? Because this week, we can actually talk about Radio Sega's visit to Sega. Because I actually think I'm the only... Well, no, Rav was on. I tell a lie. Rav was on last week. So he, he may have mentioned it first. But if he hasn't, um, then, then it's the first opportunity for you to hear about when the Radio Sega gang went to Sega Europe. It was super cool. Hope you watched it. If you didn't, and I'm going to put it in, I'm going to put it in the chat. Um, if you didn't watch it live, you can watch it on catch up. It's still there. Twitch has this marvellous thing where it records the streams and you can go back and view them. So if you go to twitch.tv forward slash Sega, you can see myself, Skyblaze, Green Viper and Ravseek. And I have to tell you, Ibs had a very, very fun time trying to pronounce his name. Um, <laughs> he asked no, no less than about four or five times before we started the stream. And if you actually watch really closely, when it's time to call him up, on the stream for the first time. You can actually see him proper squinting, trying to figure it out in his head before he says it out loud. Even though we'd all just said, call him Rav, it's easier. He's like, no, I'm going to use proper names. So it's one of the first instances ever where I've ever, I've gone to a Sega run thing and I've been called Gavin instead of Gavi. It's really weird. Really, really weird. Um, I've also got, a, uh, before we start talking about that though, I have got a slight complaint. I'm going to have a little bit of a mini rant. Um, I've been saying it for weeks that apparently Thursday is the last day of this of the Mega Drive Mini Marathon on Radio Sega because that's when the Radio Sega Top 40 countdown's on with Viper playing the Top 40 Mega Drive Mini tracks. But I'm doing a Mega Drive Mini show next Saturday. So uh, th this has been planned for weeks, people. It's, it's, Mina's looking at me as if so, what? It's like, we're going to be playing music from the 42 games that are on, that are on the Mega Drive Mini. Well, 41, because I could play you Tetris, because the music from Tetris on the Mega Drive is the same as what was on the arcade version, but I don't have Darius, so I can't play that. But it, it's like, <laughs> we've been saying for ages that we're going to do it. Green Viper says, with me. Oh, I don't know. You're the one who posted the article. Someone's hosting it. You're hosting it now. Well done, congratulations, round of applause. But, yeah, I'm doing a Mega Drive mini show, so really, the marathon finishes with me. Is it because I'm, is it because my show's the day after the mini comes out? Not fair. Bug. Bug. Go squish it. With your feet. Um, if you have any music requests, then... Feel free to send them. I'm fairly sure I did get one from Nicholas last week that we didn't play. And I was like, I'm so sorry, we'll play it next week. But now that I'm looking... Uh, 
Now that I'm looking, I am not so sure. That's Rapid Run telling me about DJ Mixer. Oh, no. Was it Jamie? No, I played that one. I actually think we got all, all caught up then. Well, there we go. That's a surprise. Uh, hmm. Viper says, I seem to recall you last week saying you couldn't decide what week it would be on. No, it was to, it was going to be pr to promote the release of the mini. So it was going to be next, it's next week. Next Saturday. Uh, 46 minutes. Oh, Nicholas Haman did, <laughs> Nicholas Haman did request a song. We can get that in. Uh, that's not the one I was looking at. Um, Blast Gamer <laughs> writes three days ago, wrote to Rexy, you better not overrun by 30 minutes again. Um, in relation to the fact that Mixer Drive always overruns. I think it was kind of done on purpose then, seeing as you specifically stated 30 minutes and I started at half past 10. Yeah, no. I thought there was a request I hadn't played, but there we go. I found it. Well, I've, I have found one. So, I suppose we'll play that. Uh, ooh, well, yeah, we specifically said that one, I guess. So what I'm going to do is, because we've got a shorter show this week, as I say, we're going to be done by midnight, so it's going to clock in at about 90 minutes as opposed to two hours. Um, I'm going to put some music on now, and I'm going to go get a drink. Um, I don't know what yet. It's either going to be juice or fizzy. Fizzy? Juice. Mina, help. Watch out, then. Well, no. How would that help? That's what I would like. You can make it yourself. Oh. I don't know how to make hot chocolate. It's like that. Yeah? It is like that. And that's the way it is. <laughs> um, <laughs> that was a sort of, that sounded like you was about to punt something into the atmosphere. Have it! <laughs> Yeet! I love how yeet has become this say internet saying, and I have no idea where it's come from. Uh, I think it came from, like, basketball. Has it? Oh, what? He just yeeted it into the net? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Uh, what would you like to hear, my dear? It's been a couple of weeks since you've been on a show and awake. You've been on the show gently sleeping in the background, but I'm fairly sure you never get picked up by the microphone. And if you did, I'm fairly sure the music drowns you out anyway. So, what would you like? You want? You don't want anything. Um, how about a Mega Drive? Are you allowed to play it? Do you have it? Yeah, I am Mega Drive. Am I allowed to play it? Play whatever I want. What do you want? Oh, I know what you want. You want piano, don't you? Yeah. Where is it? Now then, is this the right one? Edit track. Metal hog. There we go. That's the one. Piano. And what was I thinking of the other day? Actually, I was I was looking at something and I was like, oh yeah, I can play this. Oh, I know. We actually requested this like three years ago. Because I found it when she sent me a message saying that I could come on air. Um, I wanted to play it last week, but without being too sure if there were any Sega people in, I, I kind of thought it was not in best interest. So I didn't. Um, but I'm going to play it now. So, here we go. Here's some three, three music tracks. <laughs> and then, when I come back, I suppose, we'll talk about um, the uh, the Sega stream. And how... What a lovely day it was. 
I, I had such fun. Um, yeah. I'm gonna go get a drink. See you bet.
That song is so much fun. I just can't uh, can't get enough of it. And I've just re- just I was loving a look to see what other stuff he's actually done. Prince of Darkness, that is. <clears throat> Pop for rock shuffles. He actually did a remix of Hellmarch from Command and Conquer, which I need to hear now. <sighs> you know, you know, from Video Games Live. There was a there was a very popular video where someone set the music to Hellmarch from Command and Conquer to the Pikachu's marching in Japan. Anyway, yeah, I need to listen to his remix of that. Next music break, I might just put the music on mute again and have a listen. Um, so Prince of Darkness, before that, Mega Driver, um, Emerald Hill, which uh, Mina absolutely adores because one, it's Emerald Hill and she likes the music to it, and number two, with the Mega Driver version, as soon as you realise there's a little keyboard in the background, that's all you hear. So the rest of the track completely blitzes its way through, and all you hear is, the, is those, those four little keyboard notes. Um, and then before that, uh, Shake the Street from Turbo Outrun. From Nicol- uh, request from Nicholas Haman. He didn't say whether he wanted the original or the Commodore 64 one. I was I was half tempted to put the Commodore 64 version on because we've not had that on for a while. Um, but I relented and I went with the original because I thought that's probably what the request was more in line with. Um, so, Monday, we went to Sega. It was so much fun. Um, I... I say this only vaguely sarcastically because actually getting to Sega Europe, Europe's offices was not fun because the district line decided whilst I was on the district line that they needed to have a signal failure at Earl's Court so it stopped running from uh, between Earl's Court and pretty much the end of the line which is good fun because that's basically where I needed to be so it ended up being uh, and then you couldn't take the, same, the circle line for the same reason it's all, all shut off because of signal failure at Earl's Court. Um, so what I, ended up, what I ended up doing was taking the Piccadilly line to Acton. Stood around for about an hour waiting for Viper to turn up because he was not that far away, but then started walking the wrong way when I told him to come and meet me in Acton. Um, and then we were trying to get Skyblaze. We were trying to figure out the best route of Skyblaze getting to us when she got off the train at... Uh, at uh, St Pancras so we're trying to figure that out and Rav was driving and we told him we'd meet him at Acton and then he ended up meeting us at Sega Europe's office because he just went straight there oh it was so much fun (laughs) but when we actually got there it was really fun I mean I I didn't actually take that many photos Um, the travel trying to arrange the travel for everyone meant that it absolutely obliterated my phone battery and whilst I'd got my iPad with me I didn't really consider taking it out and running around snapping photos with a massive like you know 9.7 inch iPad it's kind of looks a bit weird doesn't it but um but yeah you know I remember Ib saying oh everyone you can take a picture of the Sonic statue or with the Sonic statue everyone wants to take a photo with the Sonic statue for some reason and I just kind of sat there and I was like yeah, that's probably the same Sonic statue that uh, that I took a photo with at Summer of Sonic in 2009. I'm fairly sure you've not updated that statue, so I don't think I need another one, because I've got plenty of photos with that. And it's like, and also, you know, I kind of... He hadn't really sort of... We hadn't fully introduced ourselves at this point yet, so I don't I don't think he'd kind of realised how ingrained into the whole sort of Sonic community side of it I was. But it was it was loads of fun. So we, we met good old Ibs. We met Mitch, who's the other community manager. He's the other fellow who was on the stream. Uh, and then we met Danny, who runs the Sega Mobile side of things. And he gave, he gave us all the Choo Choo Rocket and Sonic Racing shirts, 
which are um, adorably yeah, well they're really comfy actually Choo Choo Rocket shirt is anyway I imagine the Sonic Racing one is equally as comfy but I haven't worn it yet um, and also uh, he told us that um, it was Tyson Hess who had done the um, the artwork for it and I I really wanted to say something like on Twitter and be like oh my god guess who's done the artwork but I was like I actually don't know if we're supposed to say this or not um, so I didn't and then Sega uh, tweeted it out on like, or the Sonic account tweeted it out on like Wednesday or Thursday, and I was like, ah, oh, that's all right. It's good to talk about now then. <laughs> um, so yeah, so it was really fun. Obviously, if you didn't watch the stream, allow me to just briefly recap you through it. So we all started off doing our um, takes, having our takes on the Sonic 2 speed run that they're doing. I actually kind of think um, Green Viper's got a good... Uh, good chance of winning that you know 27 seconds was his speed if you didn't see it we were basically given three runs each best time wins I, 27 seconds was was his time and so it was very very good very good time um i managed 34 which i didn't i thought was respectable you know considering i hadn't practiced at all and I, I didn't think i could as soon as i saw the 27 i was like yeah that's not happening i can't do that i could have potentially maybe got it to about 30 seconds 29 30 seconds but but um yeah um and then i actually can't remember rav i think he well he went second he must have got below i think he must have got below 30 seconds as well i think he got about 29 um, then, then as I say, Viper did 27, I got 34, and I can't remember what Skyblaze got, I think, I think, sort of clocked in around, sort of, anywhere within, sort of, 35 to 40. But, you know, there's, there's a good couple of weeks yet until that competition ends, so, it'd be interesting to see if, by the end of it, if our dear friend Viper is still top of the leaderboard. Um, anyway, after that, we then played, um, it's, it's, it was really funny, Actually, I mean, I suppose in one way it was a, it was a good good way of proper showcasing all of the games that are on the Mega Drive Mini. But considering we went onto a video game stream to play games based on the Mega Drive Mini, what they eventually what they did instead was blindfolders with some kids' headphones. Eclipse says, which stage was it? Oh yeah, um, it was uh, Emerald Hill Zone Act One or Zone One One, as Sega Europe want to call it. <laughs> but yeah, Emer Emerald Hill Zone Act One fastest time uh in practice because obviously we were all well when I say we i didn't um in practice uh, viper managed to get down to 23 seconds but there's a little bit of a difference between playing it with no pressure and then playing it with about four cameras trained on you and knowing that you're being broadcast out to about 1500 people which i think is roughly about how many people tuned in via sort of you know periscope and twitch and stuff like that um yeah, so then we got blindfolded with some kids' headphones. Um, and then we were asked to name... Uh, yeah, we, we were basically had our Sega musical knowledge tested. Um, in, uh, in title screens. Sega title screens. I think, Mina, you watched some of this, didn't you? What? The, the, actually, how much of the stream did you catch... Um, I tuned in at about 30th. Mm, so you'd have missed my, you'd have missed my time, like, attempting to, yeah, my yeah. time trial. I tried asking you, I tried asking you, so what did you do, how much did I miss? And you're like, oh no, I did this. I was like, okay. 
Yeah, well, bear in mind, I only had like 2% battery. Messages had to be kind of short and to the point. I'm talking like, oh, is it, is it your human intake? Battery, yeah, it's already on low battery today. That's okay. why that's why we're in such a rush to get finished for midnight. I need a recharge. Yeah, need a recharge. Yeah. 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 In person. In person. In person when I'm at home. Right. And you were just very Right. Well, you can watch it back. <laughs> Twitch.tv. <laughs> um. Yeah. So anyway. So you, you what did you watch from the from half six to the end then? Uh, yeah. So did you did you see Earthworm Jim and Earl? Yes. Yes. <laughs> I talked to you about this. I said, "Who's that guy?" That said, Earthworm Jim and Earl. Yeah, I know. But the thing is, I know well, we. How would I come up but, with but, Earthworm but, Jim and Earl if I didn't watch? How did he come up with Earthworm Jim and Earl? Is probably the better question. That was Elliot. Um, Elliot's he's he's a lovely fellow. Um, I started following him on Twitter actually. Uh, Mitch, the other community manager, he hunted me down and started following me on Twitter, despite the fact that I didn't give anyone any social media information. He's, he somehow hunted me down. Actually, I suppose it wouldn't have been too difficult. It's just a case of looking at who's been interacting with the Sega Europe Twitter. Um, what does kind of amuse me now, thinking about it, is I am followed by both um, community managers for Sega Europe and the actual Sega Europe account still doesn't follow me <laughs> oh also yes and also Danny the mobile guy so yeah the, the mobile community manager plus the two social community managers all follow me on Twitter but not the actual Sega Europe account not doesn't follow me so it's a bit weird <laughs> but yes so, Elliot, he's their video editor, and we got him on to do the guest music game afterwards. And uh, for Toe Jam and Earl, he got in a, he got in a right old tiz, and uh, couldn't make his mind up between Earthworm Jim or Toe Jam and Earl, so came out with Earthworm Jim and Earl, which was amazing. We, we had been specifically told, you know, because of the microphone setup they were using, with there being so many people in, in the room, they were like, you really need to try and not talk. Um, because if you talk, it's going to get picked up by the microphone. So it was like, like, even if you whisper, so it was like, if you want to talk to each other, you're going to have to use like WhatsApp or text message or something. It's like you, you physically could not talk in this room if you weren't on camera. They were like, if you hear a pin, if you dropped a pin, you would hear it. That's how sensitive this microphone was. But of course, as soon as Earthworm Jim and Earl comes out, that's it. The whole room, we're just absolutely pissing ourselves. <laughs> Sorry, drink break there. Um, yeah, it was... Oh, good Lord. I was just admiring some of the merch that they had in the background, you know. It was just like getting being able to get right up close and personal with the Sonic and Eggman uh, Puma shoes that they did. You know, the really, really, really expensive ones. So the Eggman ones were like shiny red and the Sonic ones were like Sonic movie style furry blue. Um, and everything. But, uh, yeah. And then when the stream finished, we all sat in one of their meeting rooms, um, having a right old laugh, you know, talking about all sorts. And uh, they brought the Mega Drive Mini down so we could play a couple of games on it. Uh, Rav got really upset that he didn't earn enough points in the um, in the, the music game to be able to play in the knockout rounds of Virtual Fighter 2 
he got really, really upset. So um, I think I actually get caught on camera because when it was my turn to get up and play, he was like, why can't I play? And I turned around and I was like, because you, you weren't good enough. <laughs> and I, I don't know. It's one of those where I just it just happened to say it. It was like nice little banter between us, but I'm, I'm fairly sure cameras were still rolling at the time. So you may have heard that, you may have not. I did try watching a little bit of the stream back, but I wasn't watching two hours. So I, I kind of just skimmed through for the good bits. So I might need to try and find that. Um, I'd also like to say, you know, thank you to Viper for letting me win in our semi-final because he thought Virtual Fighter 2 on the Mega Drive worked the same way as Fighting Vipers and Tekken did and that the, the stages were infinite. So the first thing that he tried to do in round one was pr bring out a little bit of di distance between myself, uh, my character. I was Akira because I'd accidentally gone into arcade mode and just selected the first person I, I saw, which was Akira, not who I wanted to play as. He chose Sarah. Um, and then the first thing he did was try to give us a little bit of distance and fell straight off the stage. <laughs> if it hadn't been for that, I probably would have lost. But I beat Viper. Um, and then Danny uh, faced off against um, Skyblaze. And then it was me v Danny in the final. And stupidly, I got caught in two mines. Um, I didn't know whether to play as Wolf, the, the wrestler character, or whether to play as Cage, the ninja. And I went with strength over speed, which was a bit silly because he chose Jeffrey, who's the other wrestler character, if you're not familiar with Virtua Fighter. Um, and then he proceeded to absolutely mop the floor with me. And I was kind of disappointed, really. You know, I mean, I, I took second place with pride. That was good. It was a good game. Even though Virtua Fighter 2 on the Mega Drive is not a good game at all. Um, but, you know, I take solace in the fact that second place in that tournament still means I'm the best Virtua Fighter 2 player from Radio Sega that was on stream. So, hooray me! But if I'd played Rav, he'd have beaten me to the ground, because that's the first thing he did instantly, Virtua Fighter. And, yeah, we were just watching him like, okay, you'd have destroyed us. Um, and then myself, while we were still waiting for pizzas to turn up, uh, myself and Skyblaze had a face-off on columns because she said that they'd be uh, she'd be anyone, um, and I was like, "Yeah, go on then, let's have a crack." And do you know what? Only slightly. I think if we'd have picked it up afterwards, it might have been a bit closer. But the quite a few of the Sega guys were were quite impressed because they'd obviously heard it all. And then one of them was just like, "You're holding your own, you know." And I was like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, I know, I know." But you know, I have I have pumped like forty hours into Tetris ninety nine. I'm fairly sure columns is pretty simple by by comparison. <laughs> Maybe they need to make a columns version. Columns ninety nine. Hmm. Pitch it. Someone pitch it to Sega. He's like, imagine this. It's Tetris ninety nine, but with columns. Hmm. But yeah. Um, I don't really know what else we could talk about from the stream. Um, I mean, I, man I managed to blag some free shit, which is nice. So, uh, pretty much everyone in attendance got a copy of Shining Resonance Refrain, which is, I've not had a chance to play that yet. Um, but then we were also talking about what other games, and I just sort of offhand mentioned that I was trying to collect all the Yakuza games, and they turned around and went, well here, have a code for Yakuza Remastered. And I was like, oh thanks. And then uh, they were like, well, you know, here's some other games we've got codes for. And, and they turned around and was like, is anyone interested in Catherine? And I was like, yes. So I also got Catherine. Um, not played either of them yet, because, you know, obviously with Yakuza, I do need to start from the beginning, which is what something I did do this week, because I started with Yakuza 0. So I am on my way. <sighs> Mina, we do.
feeling numb. You're feeling numb? Why? My belly. Your belly. Your belly's feeling numb. Why? No. I have I have caramel digestives. Yes. Um And I, I kind of I kind of think we need to go to a music break, really. I was I was kind of hoping that conversation would last longer. But obviously the time of night that it is, everyone's obviously gone to sleep because it's like Monday morning tomorrow, so you know, back at work. Woohoo! And and there's no one to bounce off, but I thought, you know, I, I wanted to do this live because I wanted to talk about it and obviously sort of, you know, bounce off the listeners. But I think there's only two people listening. I think it's Nicholas Haman and Eclipse. And you, if you count. But... Hmm. I count. If you... Well, do you count as a... Really, really well, no, but you're a co-host, so do you actually count as a listener? That's you see, you always you always read into the negatives of these things. You think you if you count, if you do you register as a human being, you're a robot. Yeah. Send you you're, you're a sentient robot. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Terminator. Yeah, I have no, uh, no empathy. You have no empathy. Psychopath. Well, no sociopath. 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 Well, you know, it depends on what we do. <laughs> Should we play some Jet Set Radio music? Actually, I watched Aladdin, didn't I? We watched Aladdin yesterday. Should we play some Aladdin music? Yeah? What Aladdin What Aladdin would you want on? Um, one John. Yep. We'll do that. And then I was going to say some Jet Set Radio. What Jet Set Radio? What Jet Set Radio? Let's see. Let's see. Let's play Funky Dealer. And Hmm What else? What happens if I wrote red? That hasn't really helped. I was gonna try and see if I could tedious link the fact that we also started watching Red Dwarf. But that really it hasn't hasn't helped me in the slightest. Uh, res. Should we play some res? Play some fear. And then when we come back. Uh, I don't know. We'll find something to talk about, I'm sure. Uh, oh, Rick says, I'm here, just drawing though, and then went on about Red Dwarf. Red Dwarf's amazing. We're one episode away from finishing Series 2 for what Mina keeps saying is the sixth time. There's going to be a point where you're going to go, I've not watched this episode. Yeah. I don't, a while. I don't think so. Do you know, just watching New York, I don't know why, it's just my first thought was, when I remember we did a show when we were trying to wait for the Morrison's delivery driver to turn up, and in the background you go, Hi, you Morrison's man. Yeah. <laughs> oh, when we come back, we'll talk about something, um, for however long, I don't know, we'll figure it out. This is, this is, 
realistically, this is probably a show that shouldn't be on. We should be in bed. <laughs> yes, and I don't think we'll make it. I reckon I'll make it. It's, it's 20 past 11 now. 40 minutes. We'll do. We'll get there. I'm not going to make it. You will. You need to go make yourself hot chocolate. No, you do. Well, you said you wanted one. No, I don't you don't not. You do not not. I don't not. If you if you do not not, does that if you do not not, does that mean that you do? I do not. There was a, there was a, there was a band called the Do Nots. As in donut? No, no, do well. It, no. Do, or do a not? No, do no like D O N N O T. The do nots. Oh. Yeah. They're all I right. Want want sit down more than I want hot chocolate. You want to sit down more than want hot chocolate? Yeah. Well, okay then. Well, you need to change your posture then because you're currently late. Right. This is a conversation. Um, let's get some music on, and then, as I say, when we come back, I'll I'll look something up. Um, what are you smiling for? <laughs> this is a conversation. So. Back in a bit. Thank you. 
Killer. 
is a mind killer. There is a mind killer. Hello and welcome back. <clears throat> that was Fear, the GoGo GST Res version. It's a remix by, um, which uh, Eclipse says isn't on Radio Sega, and I'm very surprised by that because I genuinely thought it was. Um, and if it isn't, then. No, it's not. Okay, right, well. I thought I'd uploaded that. Um, I found it a few years ago. Um, Eurogamer actually posted it. Basically, what's happened is because the strings are from um, a track called uh, California Dreams. It's like an old Motown song. So the strings are sampled. So obviously, when the soundtrack came out, Sega didn't have the rights to use the sample. They could use it in the game for some bizarre reason, but they didn't have the rights. So Adam Freeland basically created a remix of Fear that could then go on the soundtrack. And no one has ever updated it. So when Res HD came out, uh, the, the soundtrack didn't get a re-release, so it didn't matter. But when Res Infinite came out, um, they re-released the soundtrack. And no one actually decided to, to re-license the, the music for Fear. They used the Gamer's Guide version, which is obviously the soundtrack. Um, the soundtrack version from the original game. It's really odd. So basically, GoGo GST, they, um, they added the strings back in and made a remix of the song based on um, what it sounds like in the game. So it's it's a remix, but it isn't. If you if you get my meaning. Um, before that, Funky Dealer from Jet Set Radio Future, and we started off the music break with One Jump Ahead from Aladdin on the Mega Drive because I watched the new version yesterday, and you know what? It's pretty decent. Not as not as bad as I thought it would be. Eclipse says that's why it sounds so different. Yeah, the my favourite part about um, Fear in Res is the strings. Um, but as I say, they're a sample from uh, a song called California Dreams. Um, and they're not used in the soundtrack version. And that's why. Um, it's, it's very odd because obviously, you know, the other songs themselves are, uh, are all um, based on the original tracks from the game. But that one's not. The more you know. I only realised, actually, I only realised what the song was because the song itself is in Driver San Francisco and I heard the strings and I was like, oh my god, these are the strings from, from Fear in in Res. And then I sort of pieced it all together and I was like, oh, I see. Right. So that'll be why the strings aren't in the soundtrack version. And now you know. And knowing's half the battle. And all of that assorted jazz. Um, as promised, Mina's fallen asleep. She's uh, couldn't quite couldn't quite get to midnight, but hey ho. Um, during that music break, Eclipse and I were having a nice little chat, and I'll go through it for people who aren't on the Discord. Um, asking which Mega Drive Mini do I think has the best games, and are there any games you'd have liked to have seen on the system, or others that weren't on the system at all but should have been? And I'll be honest with you, looking at the Europe, I started off by saying the European, and then remembered that the American Mini's got the same game selection. Looking at the lists, I'm quite happy. I think it's a pretty good selection. It, it covers all of the bases of what you'd want to play. Um, 
Uh, personally, I'd have put Streets of Rage 1 on there, as well as the second one. And I get that Golden Axe is an iconic game, but really the second game's better. Golden Axe 2 is better, so that should, that should really be on there. And again, Altered Beast, I think that's only on there because it was the original pack-in for the Mega Drive before Sonic 1 came out. Um, so I think it's there. It's there on merit. It's not there because it's a good game, because it's not a good game. It's awful. And I'm kind of hoping that this is the last time Sega release Altered Beast. They kind of put it to bed. Um, so I think, for me, the Western list is pretty cool. I, I don't I don't think there's any other games out that, uh, you know, on the Japanese one that I'd want to play. I mean, I was looking at an article to try and figure it out, and... Rent a Hero, maybe. Um, but yeah, you know, Revenge of Shinobi. That's another one where I'm like, well, yeah, maybe. You know, Shinobi Three has got some pretty decent music on it, but Revenge of Shinobi is is a is a good game. Um, and if even looking at the U, the Asian games list, they've got uh, Alien Soldier, uh, Sword of Vermilion, and Shining Force Two. Which is, yeah, I mean, I suppose we do get Shining Force, but having the second game would be pretty cool on there as well. Um, <sighs> it's, I mean, apparently, our, uh, in the Western version, the uh, region exclusives to us are Alex Kidd, Altered Beast, Dr. Robotics, Mean Bean Machine. Earthworm Jim, Echo the Dolphin, Eternal Champions, Kid Chameleon, Light Crusader, Shinobi 3, Tojan Manel, um, Sonic Spinball, Vector Man, and Virtual Fighter 2. But, yeah, I'd, there's, there's no games on there that are making me think, actually, I, I wouldn't want you to be on there. Strider 2 instead of Strider, maybe. I'm, I am more familiar with Strider 2. But also, you know, don't forget that because Mean Bean Machine is a reskin of Poyo Poyo, when you switch the uh, system language over from English to Japanese, you get um, Poyo Poyo on there because it replaces Dr. Robotics Mean Bean Machine. Because, you know, Mean Bean did not come out in Japan. Or if it did, it's certainly not on the Mini. Um, so, uh, so, technically speaking... The uh, the Western Mega Drive Mini has got 43 games on it. Really? Um, I mean, <laughs> Eclipse was also saying would have liked to have seen uh, Rocket Knight Adventures, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Hyperstone Heist, Rystar, and Pulse Man on there. Rystar, I would have put on it. Um, the other two, yeah, Rocket Knight Adventures is good, but I kind of feel like Konami only allowed them to put Castlevania on because it was the anniversary, and maybe also Contra for anniversary reasons. But yeah, it's uh, it's a pretty interesting list, and as I say, I'm I'm really looking forward to playing it. I mean, the the big gets for me are having Castle of Illusion and World of Illusion on there because they're pretty they're pretty good. Uh, Monster World 4 having that actually released on the Mega Drive in this country because it never did I think the first time it came out in the West was via digital oh Eclipse is saying Mean Bean Machine is also on the Asian Mini is it um do you know I'm, I'm having a look Poyo Poyo's on the Asian Mini so I wonder if 
that um, if that's how that works out. So if you if you switch the Asian mini over from like obviously Asian to English, I wonder if that then drops in uh, Doctor Robotics Mean Bee Machine. Because I'm looking at the list, and the Asian games list has got Alien Soldier, Poyo Poyo, Outrun 2019, Shining Force 2, and Sword of Vermilion on it as region exclusives, but it doesn't actually have uh, Mean Bee Machine listed. So I would imagine that um, what happens there is when you switch the ink language over, then because the ROM's there, it would switch it onto uh, Mean Bee Machine. So yeah, so Japan locks out on that one. They don't because it hasn't. The Japanese mini doesn't have Poyo Poyo on it. It's got Poyo Poyo Two. Um, Eclipse is saying I think they're both on there. Well, Poyo Poyo One and Mean Bean Machine are the same. So, but the list that I'm looking at has the Asian list as Alien Soldier, Poyo Poyo, Outrun 2019, Shining Force Two, and Sword of Vermilion being the region exclusives, and then um, Alicia Dragoon, Assault Suit Lanos. Beyond Oasis, or Story of Thor, um, Castle of Illusion, Castlevania, Comic Zone, Columns, Contra, uh, Ghouls and Ghosts, Darius, Game, No Kanzume, Otokuyu, Golden Axe, Gunstar Heroes, Landstalker, Langrisser 2, uh, Mega Man The Wily Wars, Monster World 4, Mushira Lest, Fancy Star 4, Boyo 2, Puzzle and Action, Tant R, Road Rash 2, Shining Force, Slap Fight, Snow Bros, Sonic 1, Sonic 2, Space Harrier 2, Blue Rage 2, Strider, Super Fantasy Zone, Tetris, uh, Super Shinobi, Thunder Force 3, Wonder Boy and Monster World, World of Illusion, and Wrestle Ball. So, yeah, um, Poyo Poyo is, is not, or oh, Mean Bean Machine, should I say, is not listed um, on that, but because. Um, because Poyo Poyo is on there, it would be one of those where you switch it over, switch the language over, and it, it sorts itself out that way. And Japan gets Musha. Mm, Japan does indeed get Musha. Um, Dino Brothers 2, Lord Monarch, Madu Monogatari I, Party Quiz Mega Q, Rent a Hero, um, Hybrid Front. Yu Yu Hakusho Makio Toitsusen. Yeah. Lucia Alest. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Rystar really should be on the Mega Drive Mini. Um. Yeah, China and Korea get Shining Force 2 for some reason. I've no idea. Don't really know. I mean, I suppose when it comes to Mega Drive games, like what Mega Drive games would I have put on it? Um, I quite liked Alien Storm, which is, I'd, I'd have put that on there. Again, it's probably not aged very well. Um, I believe it's on Mega Drive Classics on PS4, and, and obviously it's on Steam and stuff like that. There is this constant argument going on about Sonic 3 and Knuckles. Now, there's obviously going to be a reason why those those games aren't on there. And I would imagine it's potentially because trying to get the lock-on technology working digitally bloody difficult. Um, there aren't many 
Rick says Comic Zone 42 times. Comic Zone's a very good game. I'm I'm really looking forward to playing that with a Mega Drive controller. I really, really like Comic Zone. Um, but with, with, I mean, this is just me spitballing. This is not a question we asked Sega because we didn't. Um, if anything, we started joking to them and saying that they should be uh, putting suggestions in for a Master System Mini and a Saturn Mini. Because I turned around and said, everyone's going to ask for a Dreamcast one, which is fine. But really, the Saturn needs some more love. Because, you know, it's all right recognising the Dreamcast and all of the great games that are on there. But there were equally great games on the Saturn that need need love. So, and I was like, and also, when you look at the mass system, and you look at how, you know, sort of how much space you wouldn't need. Um, you could put quite a lot on. You know, maybe hire someone to finally finish Transbot, make it a game that's completable. Um, but yeah, Alien, Alien Storm I'd put on there. But the thing is, the thing is, is as I say, going back to Sonic 3 and, and Knuckles, I, I actually can't remember. Um, they managed to do it on Sonic Sonic Jam on, on the Saturn. They managed to do it. But when you think about like the digital versions that have come out, Sonic 3 and Knuckles have generally been their own release, and there's, there's, there's bound to be a reason why they're not releasing them. Um, but also, if you're only talking limited slots, I wouldn't put Sonic 3 and Knuckles on there if you've already got Sonic 1 and 2. Because it's like, well, you then got to think about what games are you going to take off to accommodate um, to accommodate for Sonic Three and Knuckles, really. But I'm just trying to think, what else? What else I'd want on there? Because I I never owned a Mega Drive. You see, this is this is a new thing for me. I, I've never owned a Mega Drive. This when I get the Mini, that's going to be the first time I've ever owned a Mega Drive in any anything. Rick says, I thought Three and Knuckles was a, a music rights thing. Probably is. It's probably also that, but you can't have one without the other. I mean, Sonic and Knuckles, the soundtrack was made by um, June Sonoy, I believe, or he was definitely working on it. Um, but yeah, Sonic 3, obviously, it looks like where they're saying about Michael Jackson in, Michael Jackson's involvement in board players, and I think there may well be a bit of a rights issue around that. But, uh, but I'm fairly sure that was only for Sonic 3, not Sonic and Knuckles. Which was generally why when you saw the little at games handhelds, they'd always put Sonic and Knuckles on there, but not Sonic 3. Kind of a bit redundant when you think about it, because that would mean then that you've got a, a Sonic ROM which has Doomsday Zone loaded into it, and no physical way of playing it. Because obviously the only way you can get to Doomsday Zone is if you've got all of the Chaos Emeralds by the time, you know, if you've played all the way through Sonic 3 and Sonic and Knuckles. Um, you, uh, you know, that's when you unlock Doomsday Zone. So it's really odd when you think about putting Sonic and Knuckles in a, uh, on a, on a handheld or on a, on a, on a mini console by itself, because you actually can't unlock Doomsday Zone. Really weird. Um, do you know, I, I'm having a complete mind blank about what other games I would put on from the Mega Drive that I've played um. Yeah, complete mind blank. I don't know. Rick says, I think even putting three and knuckles with the PC music swaps on a mini would be admitting it's the music. Oh, but the PC music's awful. 
Uh, it's weird we keep getting World and Castle of Illusion, but we don't get Quackshot and Maui Mallard. Maui Mallard? I don't know that one. What on earth is that? Let's have a look. Maui Mallard in Cold Shoulder. The Cold Shadow. Wow. I, yeah, I've never seen that. At all. I came out in Brazil and Europe. Game was re-released on Steam and GOG digital storefronts. Well, yeah, I, I genuinely had never heard of that. Didn't know about it. So who, uh, who? I'll tell you what, I'm looking at the graphics on the Steam, Steam version. Um... Which does. Well, it's saying 1996 release date on here, so this could well be the SNES version. But that does look pretty cool. Hmm. Oh dear, that's me. Yeah, that's well. I say that's that's really cool that we've, we've I've learned something. That that is honestly a um, a game I never knew existed, and I, I quite liked a lot of Disney's output from the sixteen eight bit and sixteen bit eras. I mean, you know, um, Castle of Illusion on the ma- on the last system is amazing. Uh, the two Donald Duck games that they brought out on there as well are pretty good. Um, Lucky Dime Caper and uh, Deep Duck Troll. Both brutally hard games, but I managed to finish both of them, actually. Um, and then the film, uh, the, the games they made based on films, Jungle Book and Lion King, are good. Uh, um, I don't think they brought an Aladdin game out on the Master System. Oh, wait, no, hang on. They did, but that was actually pretty bad. Uh, yeah, I do, I do remember Aladdin on the Master System. Not, not great. Not great at all. But yeah, lucky lucky dime cape on the mass system. If they if they ever did do a mass system mini, that would probably be the one console where I sit there and go, right, you've got to get the game selection right here because you know this is important to me. So it'd have to have, you'd have to kind of mix the mass system and the Game Gear together because you'd have to have Sonic Chaos on there, but you'd also have to have Triple Trouble. So, um, yeah. I'm sorry, I'm sorry guys, I'm flagging a little bit, but thankfully we've only got five more minutes to go, so, you know, you can you can all go to bed same time as I do, or, well, I say go to bed, it depends on what time zone you're in, of course, if you're British, you go to bed, like I'm going to do. Um, Clem says I think you can actually get to Doomsday Zone in Sonic and Knuckles if you collect all the Chaos Emeralds. As Supersonic. I thought... I know if you collect the Super Emeralds, you'll be hypersonic, and I know that. Um, I thought it had to be 
I'm going to look it up. Because I thought you had to um, you had to play through the whole game. Do, 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 do. Let's see. I see. Right. Okay. Yeah. No, you can do it with this with the cow symbols. Right. That's fine then. I I honestly. Um, I honestly genuinely felt thought that uh, the only way you could do Doomsday, I knew you had to get all the Chaos Emeralds for it, but I thought you had to uh, you had to also play through the whole story, so through Sonic 3 and then Sonic & Knuckles, because, you know, Sonic & Knuckles is essentially Sonic 3 Part 2, isn't it? Um, so yeah, I, I, I thought uh, that's how you did it, because Doomsday Zone was the end. It's been that long, you know, and also... Um, I'm no good at collecting all of the Chaos Emeralds in Sonic and Knuckles. I, I kind of have to do it from Sonic 3. It's really difficult. I'm trying to do it the other way around. Ah, <laughs> uh, right. We need to put a song on to finish the show on. Um, so, next week, just to promote it, seeing as, as Viper was saying that apparently I hadn't promoted it, so I'm going to... Um, at some point during this week I'll sit down with my laptop and I'll get a playlist set up so we're all good to go but next week we are playing the music exclusively from the Mega Drive Mini so what um, uh, what we will do is it'll be from every game that's on the Mega Drive Mini with the exception of Darius unless someone has ripped it by then and the Genesis Mini's been out for a while so odds are someone will have ripped it I'll have to keep an eye out um, so you know if there's anything that you want to hear next week then by all means we'll play them but as I say it's going to be one of those where um, the only songs you're going to hear Oh. Um, from Mega Drive minigames so you know Sonic 1 Sonic 2 Streets of Rage 2 Golden Axe etc 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 um, I'm going to finish with a Tetris song um, this is from the arcade version but this is the funny thing right and this is where Ibs kind of got us a little bit wrong he turned around and said I'm not going to play any music from Tetris or Darius because that would be um, that would be really hard hard on you because you wouldn't have heard any of them um, the, the funny thing here is actually if you'd have played something from Tetris I would have recognised it because we did have a, a quick um, a quick blast on Sega Tetris um, whilst, as I say, whilst waiting for pizza to turn up after the stream and I actually vaguely recognised the music so it was one of those where I was like ah I'd have got this. If you'd have played it, I'd have got it. Um, so yeah, so hopefully next week I'm, I'm obviously you know, a bit perkier. There'll be more of you guys here. Um, thank you to everyone for well, who has happened to tune in and uh, 
you know, hope you enjoyed enjoyed the show. Short though it was, or shorter though it was. Um, and I'll be back next Saturday for another issue, another in- thrilling instalment of Saturday Night Sega, dedicated to the Mega Drive Mini. And um, whilst no one else wants to officially designate it, I would imagine, um, because no one else is doing any shows afterwards, it's the uh, unofficial end to Radio Sega's Mega Drive Mini Marathon. Uh, my name's been Gavi. If Mina was awake, I'm sure she'd say bye as well, but she's not. So I'll say bye on her behalf. Thank you all for listening. I'm gonna, this is, well, it's, it's called Tetramix, but I think it's Tetris. Um, I'm sure this is the right track, but even if it's not, it's the one we're finishing up. And I'll catch you all next week, 10 o'clock UK time uh, on Saturday. And hopefully I'll have had some game time with the uh, the actual Mini itself. So we can go into a little bit more detail about what it's actually like. But until then, um, I'll see you next week, I suppose.
Enjoyed the show? Check out the full Radio Sega live schedule at radiose.ga forward slash shows. Radio Sega, playing the best Sega music 24-7.